Welcome to the Subscription Secrets Podcast, your quick guide to mastering the subscription business world. So dive into concise episodes packed with strategies, expert insights, and real success stories to ensure success in your subscription business. All right, folks, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about your first 100 or your next 100 subscribers. And so this really applies if you've launched and been disappointed or you're gearing up for your first launch and you want to know how to do it right, all the different assets you need to have in place and the sequencing and pacing of those assets and how it can really work. And uh, I've done this so many times now. There's a framework for it that works and I'm going to talk through a little bit about the reasoning for that. And I'm also going to hit you with some, frankly, cold hard truths um, that I'm hoping you're ready for. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to hold any punches because quite often I've seen people in the community put out something that is not up to par. It's not up to standard. It's not fit for purpose. And it doesn't enhance their brand or their success in fact it damages it and I don't want you guys to be a victim of that so what am I talking about there let's start out with that and then I'll work through the pacing and the assets you want to have in place for a truly successful launch sequence and that first thing is your website and your presence online and so I see too many entrepreneurs in this industry and listen I'm a big fan of the lean startup methodology I use it all the time for my own businesses uh, for client businesses but you have to understand that lean startup doesn't mean crap startup it has to have some sort of standard behind it and there are too many awful websites and landing pages out there and you know what, I don't blame anybody for doing that because it's all they know. It's like, well, I have to do this myself, so I'm just going to do the best I can and hope. But having a website is very, very different from having a strategy, having a user flow, a conversion strategy, having engagement touch points for different people who are at different stages of connection with your brand. And so I think a lot of that is is an art form is to be able to understand the overall ecosystem and how people interact with it and then build out a web asset structure, whether it's a single squeeze page, landing page, a sales page, a full website. You've got to have those things in sequence. And so what I will say to you here is first, let's look at a landing page. When you go to announce your next launch, whether it's your first or your fifth, let's have a landing page there. Your landing page is going to be vague. It's going to have your logo. It's going to have some sort of enticing, vague statement around your brand. And it's going to have an opt-in form so people can opt into your email list and you can build that in momentum for your launch. So you need a landing page first. Let's focus on that. Let's get that right. Okay. Once you have that right, then you can start building your website in the background and start driving traffic into the landing page. What I will recommend at that early phase is that you have a launch schedule set up, a timeline, and you create an infographic or at least some bullet points that tell people what to expect in approach to that launch. 
Now, what should the launch be? What should the launch timeline be? My recommendation is somewhere between four to six weeks, possibly eight, but certainly no longer. I had a client recently who originally we had agreed an eight-week launch from the time their website or landing page would go live to when their business would launch, and they've extended that to six months. And that I cannot recommend. It's a bad idea because it what it does is it creates apathy in your followers. So now people are looking at it going, oh, six months? They don't, you've got to understand the psychology behind this, I suppose, and that's where a lot of my background is. But people cannot buy into something that's six months or eight months or 12 months ahead of time. They could only do that if like they're, you know, they're getting married or they're having a baby or uh, they're going to move, right? Those are things people buy into. They're not going to buy into your business six months or eight months ahead of time. It makes no sense. So what you have to do is you have to structure a launch timeline and then create an infographic, a sequencing of happenings surrounding your brand that are geared to attract people and keep them engaged and bought into the timeline. So the first step is don't create an elongated timeline. Do four to six weeks, maybe eight weeks, and that's it. When you announce on launch, you're on pre-launch announcement day that you are going to launch, stick with it. In your infographic, what you want to do is you want to plot out exciting happenings along the timeline. So people don't just see, oh, that's eight weeks from now. What they see is, oh, I only have to wait four days for this and eight days for that and 10 days for that and 14 days for this other thing. And the things in between on that timeline should be exciting for them, right? So here's the here's an idea. This is what we do. Along the timeline, we go, okay, here's our announcement day. That's mark one on the timeline. Then we're going to do a giveaway in week two. So people can look forward to that. And we're going to announce the giveaway on day four. And then the giveaway is going to happen on day 10 or 12. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do a pop-up event here on this date one week later and then we're going to announce our VIP program which is coming three days after that and then we've got a secret announcement which is going to come six days after that and then we're going to have our other giveaway which is going to come five days after that and so you see that the timeline starts to build out into something substantial which has a variety of action points within it that people can buy into. If you have a thousand dollar giveaway in week three and you've built up to that by announcing other things that have kept them engaged. They're going to be primed for that and they're going to be ready to accept that. And suddenly, with all those little actions that they've kept engaged by along the way, and of course you're sending communications out to them, whether it's email, text, social posts, along the way to educate them about what's coming and giving them a little bit more on top of just having the vague landing page. Now you're starting to give them more information along the way. This is what we've got planned. This is kind of a secret thing that nobody knows about. We're going to announce it on this date in a live stream. You want to be a part of this. Here's a landing page. You can opt into the live event, all those types of things. Suddenly they're six weeks down the line and you're launching and they're primed for it because you've built up all these touch points with your brand. You've given them value up front, including giveaways, competitions, um, all those types of things. Now over that, say, six week period, we're going to say that launch date at the end of those six weeks should be what we call an alpha launch. And the reason for that is twofold. Firstly, it gives you a chance to test the market. And if you've built up along the timeline, in the right way, with the right pacing, 
and you've suddenly built an email list from zero to 500, those people are going to be ready to get into the alpha launch. And the alpha launch should be a limited opening. So what we did, the one that, you know, th this is really the case study that blew it open for me and really helped me understand the principles regarding this. What we did along a six week period to our alpha launch was that we built up an email list from zero to 1100. And that was largely geared through the actions that I just spoke about, competitions, giveaways, secret launches, new announcements, live streams, all that kind of stuff, offering real value to people upfront before we'd even launch. And we had people commenting on that, by the way. That's how we know it was validated is people were like, I can't believe you haven't even launched yet. And you're doing like a thousand dollar watch bundle giveaway. You're doing this uh, fantastic event, you know, that that we we never expected. People love that kind of stuff and it will help them build trust or you build trust with them for your launch. Then you run your alpha launch and you limit it. Now, what, whatever that's limited to, we did 100. You could do 50, you could do 20. Uh, we did 100 and before we knew it, we sold 125 and then we closed down. And what happened there was people wanted in and so they emailed us. And they were like, oh, I can't believe I missed it. You know, I, I had this event and I was traveling and I just got back and I, there was one guy who was in hospital and he had told his wife to make sure he didn't forget this date, the alpha date, and he missed it. And then he got out of hospital and he was mad. And he emailed, he emailed me and I got back to him. I said, listen, uh, Glenn was his name, uh, is his name. He, he came out of hospital. <laughs> but uh, I said, listen, Glenn, I'm really sorry. You missed out, we only had a limited number. However, and this is really important here, however, you only have four weeks to wait until our main launch. So it's not too far away. Again, this allows them to buy in mentally. I missed out, I'm disappointed, I'm upset. Can I get in? No. Um, but you only have four weeks to wait. Now in that four weeks, what do we do with that four weeks? And this is critically important. You have just closed down your alpha launch. You have hopefully sold, like we did 125 memberships, maybe you sell 50, okay? Now what you're gonna do with those people is you're gonna fulfill and over deliver to those people. And what you're gonna do within that three week period, four week period, up to your new launch, your next launch, is you're gonna make sure that your boxes go out you're gonna make sure that they over deliver. There's more in them than, than maybe you're offering normally because it's their, the alpha launch and you're giving them free gifts or free, you know, whatever it is. And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna ask them a favor. And those people getting that initial alpha box, they know people have missed out. They know people are disappointed because you've told them, right? You've emailed them and said, whoa, can't believe the response. We sold out our, our alpha box. And we're so excited um, to get these into your hands. We've got a favor to ask and we've got another giveaway. What we want you guys to do as our alpha test group is we want you to create unboxing videos when these boxes land on your doorstep. And the most creative we're gonna have voted for in our community, in a group, whether it's your own group or somebody else's group, doesn't matter. You can navigate that later. It's a good problem to have. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask you to create these unboxing videos and we're gonna vote on the the funniest and the most creative and you know the most uh, high impact one. And we're gonna rank it in a giveaway that has three prizes, okay? And those three prizes are gonna be 
The first one is a year free subscription to our box, 12 months free. The second one is going to be a three month free and a special gift. And the third one is going to be one month free and a special gift, right? So, and then you create this little tiered competition system. And that gives people a little bit of incentive because even if, if they don't come first, they might come second or third, right? And so we do that. We did that. And what that did was that got these people out into the community with video content that we could also repurpose, but they were passing it into all sorts of groups. And we were like, okay, well, first of all, the people with the most views, you know, post it on YouTube and the people with the most views maybe get an extra gift. And the people who have the most creative, we do something else, right? So we can be creative with that, right? And we've done that in different ways along different launches in that patterning. But what that does is that gets your content and your brand out in front of all new people in that little kind of say two week run up to now your beta launch or your main launch. It gets your boxes, your products into the hands of these people. It tells them they need to create videos that they'll win prizes for. And now you've got a whole new level of momentum towards your main launch. So maybe you sell 50 in your first launch. If you do it right, there's no reason you won't sell 100, 200. We sold 400 in our second launch from that, generated 135 grand for the business, and then moved on to a subsequent launch with a store of 60 grand. Then we move on to a VIP launch of an upper tier where we sold, I think, 30 grand in launches. And this is all within you know, two and a half, three months of our initial launch. And it's also recurring revenue. People are buying into, you know, monthly or bi-monthly or quarterly plans with, with a lot of this stuff. So that's the power of it right there. And it goes back to the start. What I said in the beginning, please stop selling your business short with a crummy landing page or a website that doesn't operate in the way it should. You have to, it's not just a website. It's a, an ecosystem of assets and you've got to think about the lead generation, the lead magnet. What are you offering them to opt in to your list initially? How are you engaging with them along a journey, building up to launch, giving, you're doing giveaways and that kind of thing. How are you getting them back into your website, particularly on launch day and engaging with them, building trust with them, blog posts, videos, live streams, announcements, all that stuff. Remember to create the timeline that maps it out both in their minds and also in a physical imagery formed format that they can actually then see in front of them, buy into it mentally, not a six month thing. Don't do that. Maybe four, six, eight weeks. Then you can run an alpha launch, get these products into that alpha group's hands. Get them to be your viral community out on social, tagging your business, going into groups, sharing the videos, getting links back to their YouTube where they know that the more views they get, the more chance they have of winning some really great stuff that they've already bought into. They, you know, you know, they love it, right? So it creates that little cycle, the snowball effect. And then when they've done all that and you've done all that, You can rinse and repeat. You can replicate that for future launches. But even more than that, you will leverage that ground swirl of activity and anticipation to send more traffic back to your website on launch day and build more email followers and uh, email subscribers and social followers and so on that 
it just creates that snowball. So you start out with zero on announcement day, you maybe get 50, 100, we got 1100 in that first four week period. And then we built that up to five, 6,000 over the next few months by performing these types of, of sequenced launches. But I tell you one thing we had, we had a really good website. We had a really nice, simple, clean, beautiful landing page that enticed people to opt into the list. We built on that list. We built towards launch. We launched, we asked a favor of them. We leveraged the ground swirl of activity in social media, and then we did our main launch. And from that, over the course of a few short launches, we generated uh, 300,000 something in business and probably a monthly recurring revenue of somewhere between 80 to 90,000. Now, if you stack all that up and you look at those figures, of course that's, that's revenue, it's not gross profit, it's not net profit, but you stack up all those figures and I want you to go back to a number of clients, um, a number of people in the community, business owners, balk at the concept of building out an ecosystem of web assets at three, four, five, ten grand. And they try and do it themselves and they fail. And so what I would say to you is this, if you have the talent, if you've got the framework to do it right, do it right. Make sure it stacks up for your brand, that it complements your brand. And remember those things within the website ecosystem, the lead magnet, the landing page, the timeline, the email, the giveaways, the website that you're building in the background. You don't have to have the website ready. You can start in the website after you've announced your launch. That's what we did. We had literally nothing. We had no products. We had no list. We had no followers on day one when we announced. Suddenly within four or five weeks, we had 1,100 people following us. And then we built a little group of like five, 600 people from those 1100. And then on launch day, they were ready for it. And the alpha test went, we sold out 125. We used those people by offering them more value and by asking them a favor. And then by launch number two, it just went, you know, went nuts. And people just went crazy for what we were doing. So that's it in a nutshell, but don't sell yourself short with a crummy website or a crummy landing page. Please do it right. Be strategic about it. Map it out on paper or in a mind map or on a whiteboard. Think about all the assets I've talked about today at a bare minimum. Things like giveaways, landing pages, timelines, email campaigns, um, and the, the, you know, the question. The, the favor you want to ask people who are in your initial launch group. If it's 20 of them, doesn't matter. If it's 50, 100, doesn't matter. Make sure you get those people going out and speaking on your behalf. And you're going to see a big, big upshift in your launch success. And whether it gets you your next 100 subscribers or your first 100, that's the pattern I recommend. So guys, hopefully that was of help. Do let me know if you have any questions. I'm here to help. Um, and yeah, I will see you in the next one. Please continue to let me know the topics you want me to talk about in these podcast sessions. I'm excited. I've got a lot planned from all sorts of stuff, you know, churn protection, technology, leveraging social media, uh, scaling your subscription business to new levels. A lot of stuff coming. So stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe wherever possible. And I will see you in the next one. Thanks.